Welcome to A Crash Investigation, the podcast, the show where we dissect some of the most memorable and forgotten air crashes in aviation history. In this episode, we'll be going over the group that is known as Al-Qaeda. This is going to be a four-part series all about the events that took place on 9-11. And this is the first part. The next episode will discuss the actual quote-unquote crashes and finally we'll go over the aftermath, investigations and the recommendations that were set out by the Federal Aviation Authority or FAA of the United States of America. Finally, I do have to add that after the series is released, I'll be taking a break for a week or two to try and revamp this podcast. But I hope you are excited because I truly am. And without wasting any more of your time, let us get into it. Al-Qaeda is a militant Islamic multinational terrorist organization that was founded in 1988 in Peshawar, Pakistan. The actual name Al-Qaeda means the base or the foundation and this comes from, and I quote, The name Al-Qaeda was established a long time ago by mere chance. The late Abu Abeda el-Banashiri established the training camps for our Mijahidin against Russia's terrorism. We used to call the training camp Al-Qaeda. The name stayed, end quote. This quote that I just read is from the previous leader of this organization, Osama bin Laden. I'm sure you have heard of his name all across pop culture, in the news, etc. Adam Curtis then said, in relation to Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda, that, and I quote, The reality was that bin Laden and Ayman al-Zawahiri had become the focus of a loose association of disillusioned Islamic militants who were attracted by the new strategy. But there was no organization. There were militants who mostly planned their own operations and looked to bin Laden for funding and assistance. He was not their commander. There is also no evidence that bin Laden used the term Al-Qaeda to refer to the name of a group until after September 11 attacks when he realized that this was the name the Americans had given it. End quote. The Al-Qaeda organization sets up strategies for themselves and some of them are as follows. Number one to provoke the West into invading a Muslim country by staging an attack on the United States in particular so that it results in massive civilian casualties as retaliation. Number two, to expand their conflict rather to their neighboring countries. Number three, to engage the United States and their allies in a long war. Number four, to convert Al-Qaeda into an ideology and set of operating principles that can be loosely used in other countries which don't require direct command and control. And finally at number five, to cause the collapse of the US economy and finally the collapse of the entire world's economy. As you can hear by everything that I just said, almost every single strategy includes the United States or the West and it's either because of one of three things. Number one, the US and the West are capitalist, whereas the Middle East are predominantly communist. Number two, the religious wars that were taking place at that time and how the US supported the Jewish and not them being the Muslim slash Arabs. And number three, they just really hated the West and in particular the United States. Al-Qaeda also established phases for their strategies. These are, number one, the awakening. 
This would happen between the years 2001 and 2003, and what they planned was to provoke the United States to attack a Muslim country by provoking them first, so that they can retaliate by killing civilians on American soil, and that is what they did with 9-11. Number 2. Opening Eyes This phase would happen between the years 2003 and 2006, and they would recruit young men in order to transform Al-Qaeda into a movement. Number 3. Arising and Standing Up This would happen between the years 2007 and 2010, and this includes performing additional attacks, but this time they would focus on Syria. Number 4. Performing cyber terrorism and halting oil supply and targeting the United States economy and military infrastructure, as we all know that the United States has one of the biggest armies across the whole planet. Number 5. This phase has no name, but it will take place between 2013 and 2016, and this would be the reduction of resistance from Israel. Number 6. Total Confrontation This has no time period, but this would be the declaration of an Islamic army and a, and I quote, fight between believers and non-believers. And now finally at number 7, definite victory, and we know what that means they just control the entire planet. You get what I'm saying. And finally, the Al-Qaeda group allows the killing of civilians when it is retaliation for the American war on Islam, when it is too difficult to distinguish between combatants and non-combatants when they are attacking the enemy, in this case this would be the United States, when people assist the enemy, and I quote, indeed, word, mind, end quote when it is necessary to protect Muslims and the Islam religion, and finally, when the enemy has broken a treaty. That is the end of this episode. Just stay tuned for like the next episode. It's coming out tomorrow. So please be here to just hear every single thing about 9-11 because I think that is an interesting case seeing as though that we have only covered things about mechanical failure and human error and never about terrorism slash terrorists slash al-Qaeda third-party groups and basically the negligence of airports, airlines, the whole shebang. But thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for tomorrow and I'll catch you, yeah, tomorrow. Cheers!